Hi everybody and welcome to this latest edition of the Mercia podcast. My name's Norman, I'm a member of the Mercia tax technical team and there's really three areas I just wanted to remind us about. First point is what was announced on Thursday the 26th of May. Do you remember this? I'm sure you do. The Chancellor telling us about this windfall tax on energy firms. Fundamentally, what does it boil down to? He said that a temporary, timely and targeted 25% energy profits levy would be introduced for the oil and gas companies, reflecting, he said, their extraordinary profits. In terms of how much this is expected to bring in, he told us, that levy was expected to raise £5 billion for the Exchequer and the legislation he advised would include a sunset clause to ensure that it was temporary. As an incentive, he also told us, two for the energy companies to invest, that new levy would include a new 80% investment allowance. Now, on top of that, as you'll be aware, the Chancellor also announced a £15 billion package of support for households. Eight million, he told us, of the most vulnerable households across the UK would actually receive a new one-off £650 cost of living payment. He also told us that there would be a separate one-off payment of £300 to pensioner households and also £150 to individuals who are in receipt of disability benefits. The October discount, you'll recall, on energy bills, he told us would be doubled to £400 and the requirement to repay it over five years has been scrapped. The Chancellor told us, we know that people are facing challenges with the cost of living. And that is why today, he told us, he was stepping in with further support to help with rising energy bills. That was the announcement on Thursday the 26th of May. On the 9th of May, on gov.uk, we had some guidance that was published preparing for upcoming changes for VAT penalties and VAT interest charges. This is certainly something to talk to clients about, as I'm sure you probably already have, and you will continue to do so. They did tell us, though, that more detailed guidance would follow. More detailed guidance about the changes to the VAT late submission penalties and the late payment penalties and the interest charges, well, that's going to appear apparently in December later this year. In essence, what does it boil down to? Well, quite simply, for VAT periods that start on or after the 1st of January 23, the default surcharge regime, which you're well versed with, of course, is going to be replaced. It's going to be replaced by new penalties if you submit your VAT returns late or you pay your VAT late. And there's also going to be changes to how VAT interest is calculated. So who is this going to affect? Well, quite simply, everyone. Everyone who submits a VAT return for accounting periods that start on or after the 1st of January 23. And 
absolutely, to be absolutely clear, any new or repayment VAT returns that are received late are also going to be subject to this late submission penalty points and financial penalties. So how is it going to work? What happens if clients do indeed submit their VAT returns late? Late submission penalties are going to work on a points-based system. And in essence, what it means is that for each VAT return that is submitted late, clients will be picking up one late submission penalty point. And indeed, once a penalty threshold is reached, what it means is that clients are going to pick up a £200 penalty and a further £200 penalty for each submission, each subsequent late submission. Now, the late submission penalty points threshold is all going to vary according to your submission frequency. So in essence, if your submission frequency is on an annual basis, then your penalty points threshold will be two points. If you're on a quarterly submission frequency, your penalty points threshold will be four points. And if you're looking at a monthly submission frequency, then your penalty points threshold will be five penalty points. You will be able to reset your points back to zero if you submit your returns on or before the due date for your period of compliance. I'll expand on that. And that's all going to be based on your submission frequency. And you make sure that all outstanding returns that have been due for the previous 24 months have been received by HMRC. Now, your period of compliance, if you're on an annual submission frequency, is set at 24 months. If you're on a quarterly submission frequency, your period of compliance is 12 months. And if you're on a monthly submission frequency, then in effect, your period of compliance is set at six months. So what happens if you do not pay your VAT on time? What the guidance tells us is that for late payment penalties, the sooner you pay, the lower the penalty rate will be. In essence, if you are up to 15 days overdue, you are not going to be charged a penalty. If you pay the VAT that you owe in full or you agree a payment plan, on or between days 1 and 15. If you are between 16 and 30 days overdue, what you will receive is a first penalty that's calculated at 2% on the VAT you owe at day 15. If you pay in full or you agree a payment plan on or before day 16 and 30. In situations where you are 31 days or more overdue, quite simply what happens there is you will receive a first penalty calculated at 2% on the VAT that you owe at day 15, plus 2% on the VAT you owe at day 30. And you will also receive a second penalty that's calculated at a date daily rate of 4% per annum for the duration of the outstanding balance. And that will be calculated when 
that outstanding balance is paid in full or a payment plan is agreed. Now, the revenue do accept that this is all a bit new, might take a bit of time to get familiar with this. So what they're selling us here is that to give you time to get used to these changes, what they're going to do is not charge a first late payment penalty for the first year from Jan 23 until the end of December 23, if you pay in full within 30 days of your payment due date. So, effectively, a bit of a soft landing approach. In the guidance, they also tell us how the late payment interest is going to be charged. And what they tell us is that from the 1st of Jan 23, the revenue will be charging late payment interest from the day your payment is overdue to the date your payment is made in full. And this late payment interest will be calculated at the Bank of England base rate, plus 2.5%. On top of that, they tell us introduction of repayment interest because the existing repayment supplement, well, that's going. That's going to be withdrawn from the 1st of Jan 23. And that means for accounting periods that start on or after the 1st of Jan 23, the revenue will be paying you repayment interest on any VAT that you are owed. It's going to be calculated from the day after the due date or the date of submission, whichever is later, until the day the revenue pays you the repayment, that amount that's due to you in full. In terms of the rate, what they've told us is the repayment interest is going to be calculated at the Bank of England base rate, minus 1%. But the minimum rate of repayment interest will always be 0.5%, even if the repayment interest calculation actually relates or results in a lower percentage. So that is it, in essence. That's the guidance that was published on the 9th of May. Make clients aware of that. I'm sure you have to and continue to do so. And a lot more detailed guidance that I mentioned coming out in December later this year. On top of that, on gov.uk, published on the 9th of May, was a policy paper, Potential Reforms to the UK's Capital Allowances Regime. And this policy paper is inviting views. I'll give you an overview what this was all about, in case you've not had a chance to actually have a look at it. What the government are telling us here is, of course, the super deduction, those temporary first year allowances, of course, coming to an end next year. And they are considering reforms to best sort business investment, seeking to work with firms, they're telling us, on capital allowances to be able to help foster a new culture of enterprise and growth in the UK. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. And the government has said, they're going to be interesting to receive written responses focused on the following areas of interest. Investment decisions. They're talking about receiving evidence from stakeholders about firms actually make their investment decisions and how important are capital allowances in respect of those decisions, cash flows, etc., impacts on effective tax rates. The super deduction, which you'll be well versed with. The government telling us 
that they want to incorporate the latest evidence on the impact of the super deduction into its decision making. And the government are saying, look, we're interested in views on how that super deduction has affected investment decisions of businesses. And what about the current system of capital allowances? Well, they're looking at that. They are welcoming stakeholder views on how far capital allowance rates influence decisions about how to, on which territories, for example, for multinationals to actually invest in. They're also welcoming views on the levels of awareness of the current system and how simple it is to understand and operate, whether it provides adequate support for business investment. So in essence, what are they talking about? They are welcoming views on options about, for example, increasing the permanent level of the annual investment allowance, increasing the rates of the writing down allowances, and introducing general first-year allowances for qualifying expenditure on plant and machinery. And they're also talking here about introducing additional first-year allowances and even potentially introducing permanent full expensing as well. So we wait to see ultimately where they're going, what they're telling us though. While some people have called for full expensing, i.e. to be introduced following the super deduction, they're telling us that in terms of cost, that could cost over £11 billion in a single year. So what are they telling us here? Get your responses in. If you're interested in responding to this, what they're saying here is get your response in by five o'clock on Friday, the 1st of July, and they're going to weigh this all up and inform us of any significant changes in the budget later this year. Let's see where this all goes, but quite simply, quite likely, a lot more tweaking to the existing capital allowances regime. As I said, you'll find all of that guidance, that policy paper on gov.uk that was published on the 9th of May. And that's pretty much it. I hope those little snippets have proved of interest and will be useful in talking to clients. Thanks very much. Cheerio.